Well, hello, it's Clive Dakar here, another edition of The Health Revolution. And today I'm joined by Dr. Alfonso Monzo. And Dr. Monzo is an extremely interesting gentleman. And I've been looking just very briefly at his website and particularly looking at one of the instruments that he's come up with, which seems totally extraordinary. And I'd be very grateful if you can explain, Alfonso, what... Um, what it's all about and what, what you're all about for that matter. Yeah, sure. So maybe people want a little bit of background. Um, so I'm a naturopathic doctor, but um, I actually started out in electrical engineering and um, I did electrical engineering for a while and then I left that and uh, went to uh, more school and I thought it was going to be maybe like a youth pastor or a minister or something. So I was studying theology and everything. And this was probably in the late 1990s. And I got sick with colitis. And of course, uh, at first I didn't know what it was. The doctors diagnosed it. And I started asking questions and they seemed to have no answers as to why I had colitis. It's just like bad luck. And, you know, here's some drugs. And if it gets really bad, we're going to cut out your colon. And I thought, well, that doesn't sound like the way to go. And from an engineer's perspective, I was like, well, if you don't know what's causing it, then how can you fix it? So I started getting into more into natural medicine. And uh, that got me all fixed up in about a year or so. Um, we had some really great holistic practitioners out here. And I'm in the state of Ohio. And... Uh, I saw someone named Dr. John Barron, and he was about 94 years old when I saw him, and he looked like he was 70, and he, he had been doing holistic medicine for almost his whole life, so uh, he got me all fixed up, and because of that, I was like, okay, now I have to study uh, natural medicine, and when I first got into it, I was a little conflicted as to what do I want to be? Do I want to become a medical doctor and specialize in natural medicine? Do I want to be a naturopath? Do I want to be a chiropractor? I thought about Chinese medicine and I ended up going with a naturopath and spending a lot of my time studying uh, biophysics and Chinese medicine and all the different systems of the body that have to do with biophysics and electromagnetism. And now I'm here. <laughs> So I've spent the last uh, probably 15 years studying more on some of the deeper energy systems of the body that aren't as well known. And then somehow, probably like in 2019, is when I got thrown into the mix of looking at uh, weaponized pathogens and nanotechnology and what they were doing. And then, of course, 2020 hit and it was like, oh, this stuff really is real. I'm not crazy. And um, so ever since then, that's kind of been where I am and what I talk about now these days. <laughs> well, um, let's just start with the colitis. What, what fixed it? What, what was the remedy? What was the cause, you might say, and what was the remedy? Yeah, there's a few things we found out. Uh, one was I had a lot of protozoa parasites. Uh, two, I had a lot of heavy metal poisoning, especially mercury. Uh, I had your standard American diet. And then uh, the final thing was when I was five, I had open heart surgery. Wow. And I found out that that scar 
was blocking the main pathway that went to the large intestine. So it was a combination of mainly those four things, getting onto a whole food diet, getting the parasites out, getting the toxins out, and then getting the energy pathway flowing uh, properly again. And that was what fixed my problem. Well, fantastic. Well, very interesting. And so now, what's your diet like now? Where are you? Are you on the sort of keto side or where are you? Yeah, I'm still doing pretty much the same. It's a it's just a it's just a typical whole food, uh, balanced. Uh, I do I do meat, but I make sure it's grass fed, grass finished, and I like to try to stick to the what we call biblically clean foods, or animals, and then a lot of vegetables, fruits that are raw, if we can, uh, organic. That's pretty much where my diet is right now basically if it's processed or in a box we try to stay away <laughs> very wise yes and if it's gmo of course then of course now that now they're changing gmo now it's uh bioengineered is is the new word they're starting to use i see but i think legally in the states they don't have to tell you if it's gm do they i don't know if they really actually have to anymore yeah, but they're changing all of that now. Yeah, well, you'll be eating bugs and loving it soon, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, meat. Crazy. I just saw a video on that the other day, and it's really nasty. I'm like, but they're literally 3D printing it. Wow, what could possibly go wrong? Yeah. yeah. So... Uh, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, energy medicine and frequency and light and so on. Yeah. Um, can you t talk a little bit about that? Yeah, that's been one of my passions. Uh, I guess what happened was um, I remembered back to electrical engineering. And when I started, it's really ironic. They tell you about Tesla. And how he invented AC current and all of the stuff technology we have is because of him. And then they basically say, and that's all you need to know. And I'm like, we're not going to study him. I, if, like, if he's the reason we have all this, all we need to know is he made AC current. And they're like, yep, that's all you need to know. Well, that didn't work for me. So I start digging in the Tesla and I start going, oh, uh, there seems to be a reason they don't want us to know about him and his technology. So then, of course, when I got into medicine, uh, I started thinking about that stuff more, and I got into Rife technology and the plasma tubes, and um, I really love and prefer light-based therapies just because they're so easy on the body and non-forced. It's pretty hard to do harm to the body when you're sticking to, um, I would I would say it's uh, energetic therapies that are non-force stimulated through natural things like light and plasma and, and things like that. So I've always kind of been drawn more towards those types of devices versus uh, really trying to pass high current through the body or things like that. I try to stay away from that more. Uh, that's why we have our uh, laser system I developed. Uh, there's really nothing fancy so much about the laser as much as um, 
there's vials that attach to the front of the laser. And the different vials have different energetic signatures programmed into them. And we're just using the late the light from the laser as a carrier to pick up all those frequencies and then carry them into the body. So we have a home kit for the basic person. And then we have a restore kit that's for practitioners. And that one was designed for trying to get rid of weaponized pathogens, nanotechnology, and of course now what they're doing with the jabs. So and would the basic home one do perhaps the same thing but slower or is that mm -hmm. exclusively for the professional one that's more for the professional one yeah the home kit covers more like there's a vial that helps with basic nutrition so when i look at the body and i, I think most of your listeners probably understand this already to some degree when i'm looking at the body the first thing i'm looking at is the body has what i call an informational level and that's like the electromagnetic systems of the body that are communicating information via light. And you could call that the body software, the unseen part of the body. And that is what really controls the body's chemistry, right? And so in most of our biology books, anatomy, physiology, unfortunately, they only start with the chemistry level. And chemicals come together to form cells and cell cells form tissues. But no one really asks what's controlling all the chemistry. And I think that's the informational level, the electromagnetic systems of the body. So a lot of these vials are based on that concept that if we're giving the body the frequency of all these different supplements or nutrients, so one vial is MN, it's multinutritional. So we're giving you the frequency to all kinds of nutrients that the body needs. And that's giving your body the software it needs to actually handle the nutrients when you physically take them. So that's one vial comes with it. There's one vial that covers pain and injury and inflammation. There's one vial that covers uh, methylation to help people with detox, because I see there's a lot of attacks on us with methylation now. So making sure the genes are turned back on. There's uh, one that's an immune vial it helps with anything with immunity. So if a person feels like they're coming down with something, you can use this vial and it helps uh, boost the immune system and fight off most things. Uh, there's one vial that's called CVA. That's just to help pre prevent and protect you from shedding from the jab. So with all the people around you that might have the jab, the shedding vial helps protect you from them shedding onto you. Can, can I ask a question about that? Um, yes. How did you come to work out what to do about shedding? I mean, where did you get the information to know, oh, well, I see the, how this is working. This is what I need to do. And then how did you work out the frequencies and so on? I'd, I'd love to know how you figured that one out. Yes. So um, I started talking about the na nanotech weaponized in 2019. And then 2020 happened. And I started learning more and more and really helping people. And then when 2021 started, I had a number of people, I'm not mentioning any names, of course, but they were able to get me vials. And uh, I have a large collection of uh, all the different manufacturers' uh, vials from, I, mean, I have all of them. Even AstraZeneca, I had some people who were able to send them to me. 
And then what I do is I use a, uh, a remedy machine that can take the frequencies and analyze them, and I can take them and invert the frequency. So then what we're doing is we're using destructive interference. We're taking the inverted frequency of the vial, and when that's reintroduced to the body, it causes destructive interference, so it basically disintegrates that substance out of your body. So, so Rife style, you might say. Yeah, Rife style. Yeah. And then once I had those vials, I started testing them to find out what was going on. It, it was kind of a process. I think uh, the creator um, guided me a lot because then I would do crazy things like I took samples of when they were spraying chemtrails. And we have a testing device that we use. Um, one of them, I, well, I have a lot of testing devices, but one of them is called a Quest 4. And so I, I would take these samples and I would analyze and see what they were spraying on us. And then I found some very interesting things. And that is a lot of the same ingredients they're putting in the jabs, they were spraying. So I figured out that the jab is doing mainly, uh, is it five, six things? One, there's a type of, I'll do the same real quick and then I'll explain them. One, there's a type of shedding. Two, there's a type of uh, transmitting. Uh, three, there's a uh, quantum resonating. Uh, four, there's a quantum entanglement. And then five, there's like a quantum soul tie entanglement. And then there's an outgassing. So what happens is the, the shedding part is the people are actually shedding the weaponized pathogens, which are not normal pathogens. They're like half machine, half pathogen. And they've been doing that ever since the 40s. They've been making these things. They have a lot of them in the jabs. So that's what people are shedding. And that's why people are confused because they think, well, you can only shed viruses. Well, that's not really true. Uh, you can shed these weaponized pathogens because they're really nano-sized. The transmitting seems to be the synthetic pro peptide protein that they're calling the spike protein. And maybe pheromones. Uh, the quantum entanglement or the quantum resonating is what they're doing is they're messing up the energetic control points on the body and they're just resonating. So when those people are in the same room with you, it's acting like a tuning fork and it's trying to create just resonance in your control points. And then so then with the, the quantum entanglement, what they're doing is they're quantumly entangling the particles that they're putting in the jab. So half of them they're putting in the jab and half of them they're spraying. And that's why you're seeing this weird effect where some people feel seem like they're being affected by shedding even when they're not even around anyone. Well, that's because you're breathing in what they're spraying you and it's making this quantum entanglement with you and the people getting the shot. And then the outgassing is basically they're outgassing all the toxins. And so what I did is I reverse engineered all that stuff with frequencies and put it all in one remedy so that when you're taking it, it's getting that stuff back out of the body and breaking that stuff off. And that, took, that took a while. <laughs> and so how long would a treatment last, uh, you know, take and how long would the effect last? Um, Oh, of which one? Just like a single, like a single vial? 
Well, I'm just thinking of the last one you were mentioning to detoxify the uh, pathogen element. Not long. Uh, If you had the vial version, you would put the vial in the laser and then shine it on your ear, maybe under the tongue. And that's like 15, 30 seconds. And that would be one treatment. And then that would last you for a while. And how long might a while be, do you think? Presumably you're just getting the stuff back in again. Yeah, a day or so. Um, Some people, if they're around people nonstop who are vaxxed, then they have to do it more often, maybe two or three times a day. And that vial is included in the home version, is that right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, that's very, very interesting. We have a spray, too, people can do. It's a frequency-based spray, but uh, there's a give or take. Because with the spray, you're going to run out and you have to buy more. The laser obviously costs more than a spray, but once you have the laser, the vial never goes bad. You can just keep using it and using it. So because the, the case, the case of the um, for the laser is wrapped in Faraday fabric, so it makes a Faraday cage, even the zipper part. So the vials, when they're kept in the, the case, uh, are safe. And they're, they're never going to lose the frequency unless they were to be erased. But that's why we put them in the Faraday cage in, in the case so that you can keep them from being erased by electrical devices and stuff. Well, that's very interesting. So when they're outside the Faraday cage and you're actually using them, if you mm-hmm. had a mobile phone near or something, could that affect the, the frequencies of the vial itself and degrade them in some way? It could, yeah. We usually recommend keeping your electrical devices away when you're using it. And then when you're going to store it, store it back in the case. Right, okay, okay. Well, that's very interesting. So I was pleasantly surprised when I heard that your device was actually affordable because there are so many people out there who are charging vast amounts of money um, for often multi-level marketing, you know, things that promise it the world. So... um, just mention how inexpensive it is because people might be shocked. We have a website and you go to the home kit and currently it is five twenty four ninety nine, dollars exactly in my uh, cart right now. So that's $524.99. So that's probably just a little under 500 pounds for the English uh, viewers. And that comes with the laser and the adapter. So you can put the vials in it. And then let's see, there's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six vials. And then the case that's wrapped with foam and the case uh, with the foam inside has room for you to add more vials if I continue developing new uh, remedies in the future. And so out of every hundred people treated with, with any of the vials, how often does somebody go, wow, that made a difference? Very often. Very often. And we've had testimonies from, um, I had a, a nurse who was working in the hospital. Uh, now, she didn't want the jabs, so she didn't get it. But just being around the people, she started getting epilepsy. So we got her the CVA vial and the spray. I think she got the spray first. And she started taking that and it completely stopped within like a day. So she was, and we've had 
a lot of testimonies similar where people were having some kind of problem and they started it and it was like wow that worked almost immediately so good i i like that sort of stuff you know i haven't got yeah. patience to wait till tomorrow i want it to happen now preferably yeah this is good and sometimes that's possible when you're working with frequency oh absolutely i see it really often really really often uh you know the technology i use um with chronic conditions it works best so when the body is completely given up yeah doesn't know how to fix it you put in enough uh frequency of the right type and the results are incredible i mean the fastest result i ever had was 10 seconds I had this woman with locked jaw and i put the little electrode uh not like this but uh, like that and before i had time to say can you feel it yet as i turned the power knob up, knob up her mouth just fell open she could talk again i mean um it's incredible what frequency devices can do and i imagine the principles behind yours actually that it could have been applied for technology being available in rife's time in the 20s yes yes and right now the way i look at it is with the, the weird type of technology and stuff we're dealing with now that they keep engineering this is really the only way to do it because the technology is so advanced that uh, this stuff just it's designed for basic herbals and drugs to not affect it but when you hit them with their inverse frequency there's nothing there's nothing it can do it just disintegrates the stuff which is nice because there's not a major detox either because you're not forcing the body to detox the stuff out you're just disintegrating the stuff so that's a little bit nicer well yes no no that's very good indeed and let me ask you a little bit about what you recommend for people in general from a supplement point of view do you do you use supplements a lot what what's your position there we do um i try to stick to more of uh, bioenergetic testing though to see what the person actually needs instead of just recommending a bunch of stuff but in these days we do make our own uh, fulvic humeric mineral i'm finding that's really have been the fulvic humeric minerals have been really beneficial uh, an amazing uh material i mean nothing like a good bit of soil you know, that's right everything existed take an extract of that and um, i'm glad you mentioned that because that's what we use is a plant-based soil because some of the companies out there are using it from the rock and you don't want that one you want the soil based and what area is yours coming from mine's coming from southwest uh united states there's, there's okay a mine literally about half a mile uh inland and the rest is out to sea and they say quite how they work it out i don't know they reckon this deposit is 40 no sorry 31 million years old and so people ask me all the time you know has it got a sell-by date well it's 31 million years old <laughs> you have to legally put one on but uh, you know can i keep it in the fridge there is no way you're going to destroy this stuff you know no we we found a really good source in uh, Canada. All right, where we're getting a lot of this, ironically. <laughs> mm. 
I'm in the United States now. Yeah. But yeah, when you find good good sources, it's good to, you know. And I would suggest that it's actually not so easy to find the really good sources. You know, when, when I was, I, I found it because I was studying Chinese medicine and their cancer cures some, I don't know, 18 years ago or something. And I was reading that they were uh, giving cancer patients and other patients baths in Fulvic, you know. Ah, yeah. I've tried it in the bath, which is quite interesting. Got, got to use quite a bit. And, of course, plants love it as well. Pets love it. I mean, it is the, the most amazing thing. I don't know about you. you know, I'm not very sensitive to stuff. But the first time I tried Fulvic, it was mind-blowing. The next morning, I woke up as normal and felt completely different. Like my body felt like nicer to be in. It was really weird. And the second person I gave it to was somebody I knew who was pregnant. I gave it to her. Three days later, she rings up and says, the morning sickness I was getting has stopped. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I, you know, I can't say it's the cure for it, but nevertheless, she was clearly lacking some trace elements, which the fulvic gave her. Yep. Now I've I've seen some pretty, almost amazing results with it, and just things you just never think of. Uh, I I remember one was this lady came up to me and she tried it. Um, we were giving out samples, and she took a sample, and she probably the second day of the conference she came up. And she's like, I've had pain on the bottom of my feet for years. I've tried everything. She's like, I've been on this Fulvic for one day and it's gone. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I would have never thought of that, but hey. Well, you know, a pain in, in the feet can be a liver issue. Like itchy feet can be a liver issue. I wonder whether it detoxed her liver a bit. Yeah, it could have. Hard to tell, isn't it? That's the thing with the fulvic humeric is it has so many benefits. You don't know. It helps with detox and gut health and it has all your minerals and mitochondria health. And it's like, wow, which, which one did we fix? <laughs> yeah, well, well, quite. So um, it's got a, a mineral that you don't often find, which is yttrium. And, you know, biochemists would say, well, look, the human cells, the human body doesn't use yttrium, but of course the bacteria in the gut need yttrium. And these days, like every other mineral, it's just not there in the soil much anymore. Yes. So what, what, what else generally do you use commonly? So besides that, um, usually I'm big on some type of cod liver oil. Um, Sometimes beef liver, like caps or beef liver or beef organ caps, uh, mainly because we're trying to get more of a bioavailable form of copper, although I'm looking more and more into maybe using copper. I am not convinced that all that copper is toxic anymore. The more I'm looking at it and what they're doing, I have a feeling that people are very deficient. I am reading a lot about this as well. The only caveat I would say would, like 15 years ago, somebody who, a friend of a friend, was giving colloidal copper to people and having fantastic results, except with one person who ended up in hospital with copper overdose. So it is possible to, to OD on copper. Um, 
I, I, you know, if I give copper, I'd give it with zinc, just to make sure the balance was. It was balanced. Still not... um, but after that one experience of this guy having a reaction to copper, I'm, I've still got a, a wariness. And years ago, I used to recommend hair mineral analysis. And I'm actually now going to go back to that just for the, the copper-zinc balance levels of it. I mean, you can do the taste test if you tried that, drinking drinking zinc or drinking copper. I've heard of the uh, drinking uh, zinc. So I haven't heard of the one with copper, so it's yeah. probably the same, huh? You, you Almost any sulfate, because that's water-soluble, you can do this with. It just has to be exactly right. And there is a company out there who do it. I'll remember their name in a minute. And basically, uh, you, you just take a few drops of it. If it tastes sweet, you're low on it. The body likes it. It's sweet, you want it. If it's the other end, it tastes really bitter and nasty, you've got too much. If it tastes of water, um, you're close to all right, but you haven't got enough. If it tastes slightly minerally, you can just about taste it as a metallic taste, that's perfect. And so I don't think it's foolproof, but it's quite an interesting test to do. I used to used to have bottles of the stuff and, and do it all the time. Um, I can tell you, if, if you hang on one second, I can tell you who the make is. Okay, yeah, sure. It's Bio something. It's called Body Bio, the company who make, made the testing kits. And I, I discovered it like 38 years ago. I took an antibiotic and got wiped out by it, and I got incredibly ill. And I went to a place where they did uh, allergy testing. They'd scratch, scratch mm -hmm. you slightly, and um, you know you'd either have a reaction or not. In in the same clinic, I did the zinc test for the first time, and, and it blew me away. Uh, it was really sweet. So he gives me some zinc. I come back three weeks later as instructed, taste it again, it's disgusting. And he says, oh, I'm terribly sorry, I gave you too much zinc. But when they <laughs> did the scratch test, uh, something bizarre happened. There were about 10 people in this waiting room sort of area, all getting the scratches and they'd rub on the wheat and rub on the rice or whatever. So also in the room is a fairly young baby and they're coming in for allergy testing as well. They scratch the baby with the rice and the practitioner goes out of the room. The baby goes blue and stops breathing. A lot of screaming goes on and the practitioner comes back and they manage to bring the baby sort of back. It had gone into a shock from rice. I, th I Up until that point, I always thought like white fish, bananas and rice, they're safe for everybody, but no, apparently not. <laughs> Fright frightening minute. Yeah. So I, I use iodine a lot for people. Is that one that you? Yes. Yes. Yeah, iodine a lot. Yeah. And besides that, with most of our supplements, we try to stay with uh, whole food based supplements. So I try not to get synthetics, but yeah, we definitely use a lot of iodine. I find most people are low in that. Well, absolutely, and uh, selenium makes it work even better. Um, mm -hmm. I've had incredible results. Um, I found a liquid selenium, which um, was being used in New York decades ago to get people off methadone addiction. Oh. And a particular type of liquid selenium, 
uh, it's from a, a type of nut, um, is non-toxic and you can give it in high doses if you want to. I had a guy a few months ago who had been on ADHD medication for 18 years, most of his life. And every time he tried to come off, he couldn't spec on it. So mm -hmm. uh, he took seven drops of the selenium for three days, came off it without any withdrawal whatsoever, because what this type of selenium does is it turns off the body's antitoxins. So let's say somebody's an addict or whatever, and they're boozing or they're smoking or taking heroin or whatever it might be, or on doctor's drugs, um, and they're addicted. When they stop, they have a terrible time. And they think, oh, it's because I've stopped the drug. Well, it might be that, but in a lot of cases, uh, like alcohol, like heroin, methadone, and ADHD medications, it turns out, what the selenium does is it turns off the body's antitoxins that it's made to try and counteract the toxins. Mm -hmm. And so the person stops the toxins, the body hasn't worked that out yet. And it would normally take a few days for it to calm down the antitoxins. It turns out the selenium does it just like that. So wow. people come off you know, relatively easily. And you know, there are other things as well, like giving them vast quantities of amino acids to fill <laughs> the dopamine gap. Um, another one I like is magnesium, which, which I, is probably my number one go-to for, for almost everybody. Is that one that you yes. Yes, absolutely. I, yeah. I, I found that megadoses are the way forward. Um, I, I like a mixture of various magnesiums like malate and taurinate and bisglycinate. And I found that uh, I put them in sort of quite big capsules, like 600 milligrams. And I recommend to people if they've got really the, the serious symptoms that they take 12 capsules a day for a few days. Oh. Yeah, I can see. And on that huge amount, which is perfectly safe because the body, as you know, will self-regulate and give you diarrhea if you took too much. I've had people who've gone from pain to no pain, not sleeping to sleeping, suicidal to not suicidal, and all, all that other stuff like restless leg and all that stuff stops. Epilepsy, migraines, yeah. heart problems. Magnesium is stunning as you know and when so many of you are deficient yeah i would say everything you look at uh you know stress really depletes your magnesium and who doesn't have stress these days so it's like and if you're a space cadet on stress you know you just can't turn off the mind and the, then you need to be drinking that stuff all day <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah Super important. So uh, how are you off for time? I know I've sort of cut into your day. Are you, are you all right for a bit? Or, or Yeah, I have a little bit more, yeah. If you can tell people uh, perhaps how they can get in touch with you and anything else that you'd like to add into this conversation that's you know going to be valuable. Yeah, so uh, our website here is www.wellbeingbydesign. And there's a hyphen in between the well-being dot uh, com, of course. So wellbeingbydesign.com is our website. 
and uh, we have all kinds of services here. Uh, we can do a lot of things through uh, DNA samples. So, for, so a lot of people don't have to be here present. In fact, we work with people all over the world. Um, usually everything starts out with us doing an energetic test where we evaluate the entire body and find out what's going on, what's the major causes, what helps balance the body. And then that's when we would give a report to the person and come up with like some type of protocol and what therapies we think would be best, what type of supplements would be best for the person to do. But that's probably my my biggest thing besides what we were talking about today is I'm kind of a uh, detective of sorts. Um, typically, the people I attract the most is I've been everywhere. I've tried everything. Nothing's worked. Why? <laughs> And then I test everything I can possibly think of to figure out, okay, what is causing your problem? So that's kind of my typical day is being a, a detective. It's all done by energetic testing, which is phenomenal. And I, I think this device hits at around 97 to 98% accuracy. It's just, it blows your mind. Um, I have people that will come in and they won't, they know me because so somewhat so they will, won't want to fill out paperwork or tell me their problem they want me to tell them what's going on now that's not what I recommend for most people but it's like okay I get it <laughs> so the the device with the accuracy, accuracy is that some, some sort of bioresonance device is, is that mm -hmm. that's the um it's called the quest four uh in Europe I think they call it the Asira. all right yes Yes. yes, and I've found um, if you know how to use it right, it's been phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, very interesting. And you mentioned earlier methylation. I think methylation yeah. is a subject that most people just don't know anything about. Could could you talk about that a little bit? Absolutely. Yeah, that's kind of one of my specialties. And you're right. It's something I find a lot now. I know just um medically or if you want to say scientifically in this country they say almost more than half of the population has a methylation issue with an actual gene turned off so what people don't know um there is a bunch of um genes in the body that we call methylation genes and i think um maybe over 110 or 20 now that have been identified as genes that when they get turned off um they cause a lot of problems and mainly what happens is when a methylation gene gets turned off there are a few b vitamins like your b9s and b12s that have to be methylated and the methylation genes help the body to make an enzyme that then processes a certain nutrient but when the gene gets turned off this is epigenetics, genes that can be turned on and off pretty easily. Um, it's, it's not like the old teachings where, you know, your genes are hardwired and you can't do anything about them. You know, we can turn them on and off. So when these genes get turned off, you can't actually process your B vitamins. And then you have a hard time detoxing. Now, in the methylation process, there's, there's about five major what they call cycles or pathways. I think there's probably seven, but there's five classical ones they have already identified. Uh, one's called the folate pathway. There's the methanine pathway. There's a transsulfuration pathway. 
there's a neurotransmitter pathway, there's a urea pathway or nitrate oxide. So depending on what genes you have turned off on those different paths, then can relate to different problems, health problems. But typically I see five major systems of the body and that is cardiovascular, digestion, which includes liver and stuff, uh, hormone reproduction issues, uh, brain health and neurotransmitters. So anything from anxiety, depression, all the way up to um, um, what's the big thing today? Uh, now I lost it. The thing that all the kids are getting, autism. And then the last one usually is something with the body not breaking down stones. They usually say kidney, but I think it's more. So there's a lot of different issues that could come about if your methylation genes aren't working. In fact, I find a lot of the people that come in here who are on some type of drug for depression or anxiety, they have methylation genes turned off related to the neurotransmitters. And medically, that's what they're doing is they're trying to force the body in one way with the drugs because they aren't able to actually make the neurotransmitters because of the methylation problem. So we fix a lot of problems and a lot of people can't detox because of that. So when you have people who try a detox and they have really bad reactions and they just can't handle hardly anything and they're really sensitive, that's a, a methylation problem. And you can also test it with like alcohol or pharmaceutical drugs. If you're the type of person that, you know, all you have to do is look at it and you get a reaction you know, you can't handle much alcohol or you can't handle much of a pharmaceutical drug, that's probably a methylation problem. And methylation controls a lot of the liver's phase two detox. So what happens is your body is not able to detox fast enough to get those toxins out. So it affects the person faster. And, and now I think with the 5G and all the stuff they're doing, they're messing with our methylation genes more. I don't think they want us to be able to detox. So unfortunately, I see a lot of people having methylation problems. And clearly, you mentioned the laser as one way forward. How much, you know, the changes that somebody's going to need to make to get the methylation system working properly, what percentage would the, the laser with the correct vial, you know, how much effect would that have in percentage terms, say, do you think? I would say probably about 90%. And I, I don't know how long it necessarily takes. Uh, I know uh, clinically, if I test someone and I have them on uh, a frequency imprint and the correct methylated uh, supplement, it usually takes me about six months to get all the genes turned back on and to get them detoxed correctly. Uh, I am finding that it's working faster now that I'm doing more with correcting the mitochondria and helping with the, the copper aspect. I'm finding that the methylation genes are coming on faster. So, but in the large scheme of things, six months is not that bad. No, no, quite, quite clearly. I mean, I, I sometimes people say, well, I want to do a very fast detox. I think that can be a dodgy thing to do. Yeah. 
phone. So what I usually what I usually see is in the first three months, uh, half of the genes are turned back on, and half of the toxins are gone. I believe you're at the Red Pill Expo, which is somewhere I've always wanted to go to. Yeah, I will be at the Red Pill Expo uh, this coming November. Uh, that's the 12th and 13th in Salt Lake City.